When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast. FM 104. Tonight, it's all about the ladies as we celebrate International Women's Day. We speak to Stephen Breen, crime editor for the Irish Sun, about the influx of gangland crime around Dublin and Poker Faces back with musician Rhea Brizzy. This is Room 104. FM 104. Hey, Kev. Hey, Trish. How's it going? It is going well. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? <laughs> oh, it begins. It begins. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Let's go, girl. Oh, there she is uh, now. Uh, there she is. Come on. Uh-huh. Listen, the only thing I can say is... Look at that video. It's so old, isn't it? It's so old. But it's so retro and cool. Good old Shania Twain. Man, I feel like a woman. I better say it to you then. Happy International Women's Day, Trish. Why are you saying it so painstakingly like it came not, from the depths of, like, torture trying no, to no, say No, 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 that's I not. I better say it to you, is Trish. That, is that how it came out? <laughs> yep. Is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Let's go again, go again, and this time with a little bit more gusto Trish, and passion. from the bottom of my heart, happy International Women's Day to you, and not only to you, to all of your fellow female... People. <laughs> All right. Thank stop. you. Can I stop now? Yeah, you can stop now. <laughs> Thank you so much. And with your dulcet tones, that was rather impressive. Yes, you're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Look, it's Amazing. been a fantastic day. It really has. Yeah, I um, know. It could, you just couldn't get away from it, could you? It was just everywhere. But why would you want to get away from it? No, Today is the one day we are literally <laughs> celebrating women. Uh-huh. Look, it's been tough for us. It has been tough for us. Yes. Over the years, we've been through a lot. There's been discrimination. Uh-huh. There's been sexism. Right. There has been a lot, Kev. Okay. So, you know, now you that we this. have this Do you day, need this? We need this. I think you need it in particular. More <laughs> well, I've been through a lot of ish in the last while. So, oh. I definitely needed it. Okay. Got up this morning and it was lovely. Got flowers from the boyfriend. You did which not. I did get flowers. It was what? nice. Yeah. Was I supposed to have done that? <laughs> you didn't have to, but it would have been nice if you did. What? It's a bit late it's now. What? It's nine o'clock. What is this? Valentine's 2.0? No. Well, <laughs> if you want to look at it like that. Oh, no, I, di- I, I don't. And, no, uh, Valentine's Day, you're celebrating both. This day is just for us. Can oh. you stop piling us in with the rest of the holidays? It's not the same. <laughs> it's sorry. just women. I can't believe... Well, okay, what kind of flowers did you get? Uh, just got roses. And it wasn't like a big book here or anything. It was just like, you know, a, a few little roses. Wow. I still appreciate them. I'm making it sound like it was, it was nothing. I really, really enjoyed getting them. And also, he made... 
keeps making things too. Yeah, he loves, he's really into the cooking now. Oh, yeah. I am here for it. He's a regular it. Gordon Ramsay. I swear he loves it. I'm like, yeah, what's on the menu for next week? And he's mixing it up from the chicken, which is great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he must have been listening. <laughs> it was chicken overload. No, I've told him. I'm like, look, I'm not eating any more chicken. So mm. he made uh, birria tacos from scratch. What kind of tacos? Birria tacos. So it's like, it's like a Mexican type. You get it when you go to like taco shops, but I've never... Uh, I sent him the recipe I sent him the, the video I saw online of them making it from scratch and I was like maybe you should try this out and he actually did it it took about bloody eight hours so what? it started from last night yeah because you have to stew Slow down the cook. meat yeah. what kind of meat was it? Um, oh stop he went into the details about this meat and how it's not your regular cut it's a bit of beef but it's not the regular cut that you'd Ooh, get like he had to order this cut from the, yeah, from the the butchers and it's got special marbling on it I was like it's probably the same as the <laughs> the rest of the beef but he made a little bit extra for this beef it, it apparently slow cooks better he went all out for you on this women's day he did he did I look That's after amazing. him as well so okay. you know I'm, Sony, sure, you, it's I'm only, sure you do <laughs> it's my turn <laughs> okay so it was a fantastic day I, I, I did you not watch my Instagram stories because if you did you would see Miberia tacos right. and everything else well as I've mentioned many times before my Instagram's been hacked and I'm, I'm not uh, it was hacked I had to delete the old profile forget it is but, that why you never respond to anything I tag you in because you were yes. hacked I never knew that, Kate. Yeah, no, it was oh. hacked. Then they hacked the original email, so I couldn't even get to, to reset the password. It's a whole thing. Anyway, Trish, um, no, I didn't see your Instagram <laughs> stories. Apologies for that, too, on this very sacred International Women's Day. But um, I what I wanted to know is, do you go around um, texting your other women folk friends uh, happy International Women's Day? Is that a thing you women folk do? Uh, yeah. Really? You wake up in the morning Let me just open sending up. gifts around the place. It and wasn't this morning. It was more in the daytime when oh, we were all okay. like, you know, getting out going about our business. But yeah, yeah all my girlies, as oh you can God. see there. Sky, Rachel, Shoda, Hala, Maria, Michelle. Yeah, sent them all happy International Women's Day. Wow. And Ashley, everybody, Sarissa, <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're in all there. They're all there. Joan, even my friend's mams got texts as oh well this morning. God. I texted Joan. The I was phones like, phones are lighting hey, up. My second mommy, how you doing? Happy International Women's Day. You know what? It really lit up their faces. You could just tell. I can't see them through the phone, but I knew it did. You knew. <laughs> I you just knew, knew Kev. How long um, have we been celebrating Women's Day now? I can't really recall. I just remember, like, was this a thing five years ago? I only remember it. I wish I could answer that question. When do you remember it starting to become this major big thing? I feel like it was halfway through... uh, The 2010s? Yeah. So 2015, 16? Was it after the Me Too movement? Uh, It may have been. It may have been. I really hope that's not what sparked it because that's really depressing. I think to, to the level that it is, that we know it as now... I think, yeah, that might have been the case. I feel like 17, 18 is when it really got big. Right? Yeah, I'm going to have to Google it. I really need to. Actually, they're saying National Women's Day was marked in the United States on the 28th of February, 1909. So I think it was marked in the United States, but then it became an international thing thing. in 1911. What? No, 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 no. I'm talking about in its current modern form. I don't remember growing up and... 
or being because a teenager. Because we just didn't, we didn't talk about it. It's yeah. obviously been a year that's been, been there. Thing. Yeah, sure, sure. We just never, we, it wasn't a huge thing. I'd say, if I say it was me too. Oh, probably was. I remember back in when we used to work together in another place and uh, mm-hmm. there was this was a, year, a couple of years ago do you remember this and you were particularly excitable about the women's day that because day because you get free stuff that was it there was lots of free stuff coming into <laughs> yeah. the office you were getting free bits and bobs free clothes you would get like jumpers yeah. and t-shirts Little and sweet sweets. Ca- sweets cakes cookies cakes. all this stuff and Pizzas, so the rest of us us lads you enjoyed it too I did secretly but um, <laughs> you know the other lads not me so much we're going well what, what about men's day that's what every about? day yeah <laughs> that's what you said yeah, at the that, time as well yeah, that's what you said at the time as well uh, <laughs> and so I think we eventually decided okay right next men's day we're really gonna go for it we're gonna put in as much effort as the women do to, for their big day Men's Day rolled around. We were like, oh, yeah. nobody got on board. Nobody it's like trying to make fetch happen. It just is not going to happen. Okay, there's oh. no international men's. That's fa- I was going to say that's Father's Day, but then you're going to be like, well, you have Mother's Day as well. Just give us the day and just let us be. All right, you know, we shouldn't have to explain it. We've been through a lot. Okay, oh, remember gosh. when you men used to lock us in the house and we already <laughs> had to take care of the babies? We couldn't work. We couldn't vote. I was we not a part of that. Eat. I was not a part of that. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say, okay. But I understand where, where you're coming from. I wasn't a part of it either. But you know, they say trauma gets passed down in your DNA, gets passed down in your genes. I'm thinking all the things that you know our ancestors went through. What you know, there's still remnants in me, within me. Okay, Trish, I can see you're already getting very worked up about this. I'm so hot right now. (laughs) For the first time in the studio, we're going to have to turn down the AC. (laughs) Because it's getting hot in her. Well, okay, look, it's going to be a female-led day on Room 104. Mm -hmm. I would love to have all female songs, but... It wasn't to be. It wasn't oh, to be. It wasn't. It wasn't to be, Kev. My first story. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> My first story is about. It's a positive story. Guardies are one of Europe's most female police forces, says the commissioner. Isn't they're that the mo- great? Most female police forces in the world, in Europe. One of Europe's most female uh, police forces. So okay. we have something to be proud of. Guard Commissioner Drew Harris said, Ireland has one of the highest representations of female policing in Europe, mm-hmm. with women accounting for almost 30% of members of Garda Siakana. Now, <sighs> how do you feel about as that? I feel, feel that? great about yeah. that. You like seeing but female when, guards in our, our streets? And I do. I, they, do. do I want often them worry. To, do you want them to be paired up with a male or could you have two could you have two female uh, police cops walking the beat why couldn't you have two female I'm police just asking, cops I'm just I, asking I, yeah, you no, that's okay, why I'm asking if, you do you think you're going to get a no answer from me with that question 100% yes of course you can have two female uh, guardy walking down the street why not um, you don't think it's good I to have that do. balance just what is the deal with this balance I keep hearing of oh you have to have a male and a female or you have to have you can have you've been ha- we have been having two males males in as long as we know doing it beside each other around each other and nobody has ever questioned it but as soon as there's two women anywhere people question it even okay. to go as far as bringing it on air like I remember hearing that oh you know two women on air I don't know oh, yeah. how we feel about that and like I'm disgusted about that why why would you not have two women why what is the the issue what is the deal here 
it just it's to me just strikes sexism. Their their argument, although probably a weak one, is that oh it could be off putting. What's off putting? I don't know. Like we all have sisters, we all have aunties, we yeah. all have a mother. You know, what is off putting about hearing two female? I'm voices? just telling you what they say. Oh, I okay. I'm, I don't necessarily. And this is not just about here. This is no. just a, a, a broad rule I've heard yeah, since you. getting into the media industry. And I just think it's just ridiculous. Mm. That question of, you know, can you have two two female guards? Of course you can have two female guards walking down the street. Now, I do think... So you don't think it's even legitimate men, for me to ask, to even ask that question? Yeah, I do. I don't think it's... Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm getting really antsy today now. How long is yeah. the show? <laughs> <laughs> got a few worries of it yes <laughs> okay the thing about it is you might not be wrong totally wrong with asking that question because they have um, actually come out and said some of the female guards have said look there's crazy biases out there and mm-hmm. they have dealt with a lot of things on the streets that they know their male counterparts would not have dealt with and mm. it's true it's true and it's unfortunate but I think the only way we get rid of some of these biases and some of these um, sexist ways of thinking is to have more women out there and to essentially fight fire with fire. Like, if you're going to say no, you can't have women, give them more women, you know? I've had a lot of female bosses in my time. I'd, I'd actually, I'm thinking about it now, and probably all, most of my working life I've had, my first ever boss was female. Um, Like, that was, that was, that lasted a long time. Um, my longest ever job, mm-hmm. I had a female boss. Mm-hmm. And uh, my most recent job as well, female boss, female at the t- at the head of the company. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've I've had a mixture. I think, like, if I'm counting, yes, my full time full time gigs. But you know, I do kind of like other little bits as well in between. And yeah, it's been a mixture. It, it hasn't always been women. Now, in my longest previous job, yes, that was a woman, and now it's a woman. But. Um, Prior to that, like doing lots of other jobs, it would have been men. Like even some of my um, some of my TV gigs and stuff, it's all men at the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. the women are there, but the women are kind of more on the bottom rung. And uh, that I do think is changing. But I think it is changing here. Yeah, massively. But I still see. I'm trying to choose my words and choose them wisely. I still get the impression that even when a woman is at the top, she still gets questioned. And even if there is a, a boss, maybe just, you know, a, a male one step below her, that male always seems to speak the loudest, shout the loudest, in my opinion, from what I've seen from my female bosses. I'm not saying they don't do their jobs well. Of course they do. But men tend to have this thing of they can shout the loudest and even when they're saying nothing I'm sorry I'm not not specifically talking about you but you hear them you see them a lot more and yeah I don't know how good that is you know so what do you want what do you want done about this if we're in power let us be in power and shut up and sit down you know let us run the show Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all I'm saying. Hey, go for it. Ah. Go for it. I think it's your time. All of you, not just you. All of you. All women. of you. Yeah. Finally, I think in the last few, in the last few years, I have dealt with sexism like I've never ever dealt with it before, and I'm getting older, so mm. things should be getting better. And mm. yet, Damn. I feel like we're regressing. I was in regressing a situation. Regressing or slow? Is it not a slow change? 
I don't know I feel like when I was younger maybe I overlooked certain things because I, I maybe wasn't as um, aware or maybe as tuned in so maybe that's what it is but I find the way I deal with things now and the way I'm speaking you get you, you I constantly hear the you know you're too assertive I feel like women cannot be assertive. Men can be assertive. Mm. But when women are assertive, no, you're too, you're too much. You're too loud. You're too over the top. You're taking over. I don't like the way you're speaking to me. But if a man was in my shoes and was doing the exact same thing, saying the exact same words in the exact same tone I was saying it, they would be seeing it as, oh, authoritative. Oh, you're, you know, you're a man in charge. Um, it's just viewed completely differently. You're sure about and I this? I'm 100% sure about this. I'm 100% sure about this. I've been put in a couple of situations where there's no difference in how I'm speaking to people and they're, they're misconstruing what I'm saying. And I, it's because I'm a woman. You shouldn't be speaking to me like that. You should not have a position of power above me. You're a woman. You know your place. You know, that's, that's the impression I've got. And it's been despicable to be put in that situation or maybe it's it's not just maybe a woman as well being a black woman is hard mm. so mm. so what do you want to change I want men to realise that you can't treat us like this and if you're going to shout about equality and shout about um, you know a fair world and an equal world then let's start living up to that you know and train our young men as well to know how to talk to us and there's hold on there's a lot of there's a lot of ways i think we can teach and i think it it goes to not just about the schools because i don't think it it starts in the schools i do think it starts at home and it's how you speak to your wife it's how you speak to your your mother it's you know it it's all encompassing and i think we just have to start teaching our young folks from a very young age that yes we are equal we're we're the same just teach them that I don't know if I don't know if I'm getting across to you. No, here, you are, you are, you are, you are. But I just I think it does saying. start from a young age. Do you not see it? Like even in even you being in the industry we're in, do you hmm. do you not see it at all? Or maybe you're just so oblivious to it? Because that's the thing. If you're not walking in our shoes, sometimes you're like, ah, didn't really read it like that. Oh, didn't really pick it up like that. But I'm like, oh yeah, because we've no, I have seen. I ha- actually have seen some pretty horrific instances of um, sexism for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, I guess when you're you're not in a position of power to do anything about it, and I don't know if you're just starting out, you know, in working life, you have to put up with it. Yeah, we don't we don't tend to want to rock the boat as much, but maybe it, maybe it needs all of us to speak up. Not louder. maybe. No. Okay. 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 It does. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. I hear you. A hundred percent. But then the people at the top need to actually take action because if you if you call something out or if you speak out about something and nothing changes but it actually it it made things in a work experience in a work setting more difficult for you then people aren't going are not won't tend to speak up about it more but how do we change that how do how like you say a no tolerance approach but then like I don't see, I never see a no tolerance approach actually being uh, implemented. Yeah. Do you know? So, Ugh. and then a lot of things can be put up, can be passed off as humor and banter and that kind of thing. And yeah. 
And that's that's the sickening part because you get mm-hmm. the oh it was a joke or I didn't mean it like that but what did you mean you know what what exactly did you mean that's a good way of actually calling out uh, sexism and stopping it in its tracks like the minute you experience anything I've done it with racism as well when people like have those backhanded you know microaggressions mm-hmm. and you're you're kind of you know exactly what they mean but if you just stop them and say actually you know question it say what do you mean by that mm-hmm. and let them have to think about what they're going to say and then you'll see the fluttering and the I mean it like that that's not what I meant no you picked it up all wrong I've said nothing I've just asked you to reiterate what you said so I don't know okay yeah no you've made some good points you made them very strongly Trish good to hear an assertive woman Take the stand. And that's not a negative thing. No, I'm <laughs> exactly. not. No, God, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's not a negative sure. thing. Sure. You know? I know. There we go. <laughs> Take a little break now. I need a breather after that. I know. Oh, dear God. Bottle Sophie Doll Ryder is coming up next with Don't Want No Boyfriend. Yes, Sophie. We don't need no man. You don't need no boyfriend. Sophie Doyle Ryder and Don't Want No Boyfriend. It's Room 104 with Trish and Kev. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, 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 hi. Well, we've been having a huge debate. <laughs> we've obviously... Uh, touched a chord. Touched Kev. a chord on some people, yet again. Uh, okay, we've got... Uh, you know, we were talking about the Gardaí and uh, more females on the force mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh, Samantha's been on. Yeah. Uh, she says two female guardy on the beat is a no no. Mm-hmm. Two females are not safe in a group of males on the street causing trouble. At least with a male guard, there may be some chance, unless the female guard is a self defense or karate expert. I'm a female and all for women getting on, but physically just think it would be safer for male males to be paired with females. Also, think a male guard would prefer to be paired with a male as well. I think a female guard would prefer to uh, be paired with a male as well. Yes. Um, look, if you... I'm not saying that you can... It's the most safest thing in the world. Of course, I know there are men out there who will see two women as a target and they'll probably think, ah, oh, yes, we can get, get you know, away the upper hand or, yeah. now or whatever. But to write it off completely and say there cannot be two females, I think that's where I draw the line. I think there absolutely can. I wouldn't necessarily put two females in the most dangerous situations because, yes, when it comes to bodily strength, sometimes there's no point in us denying it. You know, if a bigger man comes up, they can overpower you. So unless, as you said, they're the self-defense or the karate, but... Isn't it a sad, sad state of affairs when you're like, oh, you can't have two women just in case you get attacked well, by I a think, man who sees himself but as that's stronger? Why I, that's why I asked the question, because, uh, you know, being a guard isn't mm. your everyday job. You can run into dangers, threats, violence, things can escalate. And um, the reason why I asked you, would that be something that you would, you know, see as being okay, is because... There is an obvious physical difference there. And with some. There's some men I could take. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, for the safety of the job and for everyone's security all around, uh I don't know what the protocol is mm. in, in the guards, I can find out, but um I would have thought that um pairing a male and a female kinda of makes sense. Even for, as well, Just if you think about general, it, like, yeah. in general, like, for emotional support or... Emotional support? Yeah, if some, like, if there was a case of domestic abuse or whatever, or, you know, something They might like feel that. comfortable, with, more comfortable with a man 
or sorry, with a female being there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But every case is different. Like I think if it's just patrolling the streets, then. But even patrolling the streets can that can escalate. That can you don't know what could happen when you walk out on the beat um, every night. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's an unpredictable job is what I'm trying to say. It is and unpredictable. You're, you're dealing t- with people, you're dealing with uh, people who are taking substances. Volatile de- situations. Volatile situations. So therefore, I would be of the opinion that I, I preferably I would have a male and a female pair together. But I just think it shouldn't be it shouldn't be marked off saying that, okay. okay, we can't, we absolutely cannot have two females. You know, like if we're going to say we absolutely cannot have two females, then we absolutely cannot have two males. I think if you're being sent in, this, like if it's just patrolling the streets, roll your eyes all you want, Kevin O'Mahi. <laughs> I'm going to still say what I be, believe because I do think so. I think if it's a, you know, a regular traffic stop or whatever, then you can send two females. I'm, I understand. Yes, they can, there can be situations where, you know, men might take advantage of that but I don't think it should be a blanket rule um, Dave I do appreciate your opinion he said but Trish that's the point you can't put two female guards together because they might end up in a situation where they're surrounded by lads oh, then they, they could call for backup or, yeah it depends where they are but yeah I know Yeah, it's a difficult one it is a tough one no easy answers no and there really isn't there really isn't we need safer streets and we would hope that men don't take advantage of the fact that they see two women and go right now it's my time to pounce mm. like that's that's despicable mm. that's absolutely despicable but yeah yeah okay well um so the gender pay gap is the other thing that gets always gets brought up on international women's day as we know um at the ICTU, this is the Congress of Trade Union, says the cost of uh, ch- children and elderly care needs to be addressed if we're to close the gender pay gap in this country. Under new laws, employers will be required to publish the wage gap currently in their company. They'll also have to explain why there's a gap and describe what measures they're taking to reduce it. What are your thoughts on the gender pay gap, Trish? Oh gosh, look... <laughs> is it something you've come across? Uh, yes, I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. I have experienced it. And there is nothing more just soul crushing when you find mm-hmm. out that a male colleague that's doing the exact basically the same, same job as basically you. Basically the same or exactly the same? I was doing a little bit more, I felt. Really? And yeah. And he was getting paid more than I was. And it it's soul destroying because mm-hmm. you feel like, why why is this happening? Especially in you know, 2020 freaking two. Okay, so it didn't happen this year, but why is it happening? What, how did this pass management? How do they not see? You start asking yourself all these questions and the real answer is the world is just bloody unfair and there's nothing you can do about it. I remember speaking up and was so disgusted and I got basically nowhere. How did you know it was based on your gender though? Because we were doing the exact same job. He was male, I was female, and he was getting paid more than I was. That's there was how I no knew. other differences? Not as far as I could see. Okay. And not as far as I didn't just, you know, pull it from nowhere. I, I asked people, I talked to lots of different people, I asked around, I, you know, mm. I did my inquiries, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Just to kind of get to the bottom of it. And that was the only thing we could uh, we could deduce. So did you say... To your boss, I think this is because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. 
And of course, you get the no. That is absolutely not it. No way. Um, then I, I did get a minor pay increase, but it still still wasn't. Okay. Up okay. to where the male counterpart was. So what do you think about uh, the fact that companies will now have to uh, publish the wage gap that might be in their company? That'll hold them accountable. And it would actually, mm. once you can see it on paper and once, once it's out there for the world to see, um, I think it, it will stop it. You know what I mean? There's more opportunities then for things to be equal because if, if it's being published and, and you can see it and everybody can see it, then of course there's going to be questions asked. They're going to be, you know, be held accountable. And so... I and that should, it, it shouldn't be just for major corporations. Either. It should be for small and medium businesses and companies. Right? It should be across the board, really. There should be no trying loophole around it and no. saying, oh no, we don't have to publish this because we're X, Y and Z or we're... You know, like if you're doing the job and it's the same job as the as a male, then I don't really see why it should be debatable. You know, mm, mm, mm. I can understand if there are differences and if there are other little bits that maybe this person's doing or that person's doing. But when I started out in this industry, what I realized was what I was starting out on males who maybe had le- far less experience than I did were getting starting out at higher than I was. Really? Yes. I saw someone less experience. one day. Less experience because when I first started, I, I, I listen, I worked my arse off. Mm-hmm. I really did. And there, you know, there was a radio station that I wasn't in. You know, I was doing the hours and going to college and blah, blah, blah. So I put in time. So when I first started, it wasn't like I started green. I, I had, you know, a little bit of experience. And there were people oh, who just belt. maybe yeah. had like, you know, a summer job and came in and it was like they yeah, were put on a higher higher wage a couple grand higher than I than I was right. when I started on and I remember being shocked like and I didn't find that out for, for I'd say about a couple of years after I, I was disgusted but at the time as well I had just started out and I didn't want to rock the boat and I didn't want to say anything so I wasn't strong enough to speak up for myself now different story mm. Yeah, there's a lot of secrecy around the old salaries. You know, we don't want to give that away, do we? It always seems to be such a secretive thing. But it's the aboves that want it to be a secretive Mm. thing. The Mm. higher up management want it to be secret because that's the only way they can keep you where you are Mm. and underpay you and lowball you. Whereas if if we all spoke about our wages, there would be far more equality because we'd we'd be like, okay, so what are you... Wait now, why are you getting so much more than I am? You know, you'd ask a few more questions, but the fact is there's this kind of taboo that's surrounding talking about wages and you can't mention it and the only people that are benefiting from that is the people who are paying us mm, mm. yeah yeah mm. anywho I did take to the streets Kev because oh. I did want to hear okay. and I wanted to find out from the ladies out there the best thing about being a woman you, see what I did? Yeah, you found it out you, you actually found out I did, <laughs> did, I, did. You? I got some oh, very varied answers no firstly I got from nearly everybody, oh, I don't know, is there a good thing about being a woman? And it really disappointed me. I thought, no, there is good things. There are good things. And they had to dig deep, some of them. (laughs) It was like, you caught me at a bad time. I'm going through menopause at the moment. I'm going through hot flashes and the likes. And then there was, you know, I just had a baby. My body is in bits. There is lots of stuff changing right now. Um, Who else? There was another one that was like, yeah, I've just gone through a breakup. There was just a lot. So 
think it's where the positive Okay, size. so this is, we're hearing the positives once all the negatives have been vented okay. away. And it just goes to show how hard it is to be a woman because if that's the first thing that's coming to mind, all the, the hardships we've been through and what our bodies go through, then it, I mean, we need the day. We need the day, Kev. Let's hear the audio, Trish. I want to hear this. I'm going to take the kind of mammy aspect of it, I suppose. And I feel like the best thing for me, being a mom, is being able to carry a child and give birth. Like, that was one of the most amazing experiences I've had. Like, being a woman, I suppose, I don't know, like, it's obviously society, like, but I can be nurturing. Like, I'm quite a nurturing person and caring and loving. And I feel that I don't get criticised or you know, judged for doing that is kind of nearly expected or whatever, but I like it and I enjoy being a neutral person. For me, the best thing about being a woman is our ability to communicate, to sit down and flesh out an issue, be it anything from gossip to something really serious. We're not afraid to talk and we're not afraid to show our emotions. And I think that's really, really important and something that women do really well. Best thing about being a woman, um lingerie and heels <laughs> i think it's our hearts and our feelings being powerful and assertive yet compassionate and vulnerable all at the same time i think the best thing about being a woman are the really really strong friendships that go along with it uh, from when i was very young i always appreciated my friends and the deep and meaningful conversations you have the absolute laughs the stories and the memories the nights out the holidays the fun um, my mother's friends are with her since she was young and I think female friendships last a lifetime. I'm sure guys have brilliant friendships too, but I can only speak from a female perspective and it's definitely the best thing about being a woman. The best thing about being a woman for me is in this day and age, we can have it all. We can have none of it. We can have family. We can be single. We can be married. We can be whatever we want to be. And there's little to no judgment. The best thing about being a woman is being able to cry openly if I need to do so and no one will judge me for being weak. It means that I don't get judged for knowing nothing about cars and most of all the presence of a man is reassuring, especially in vulnerable situations. The best thing about being a woman is that we are better leaders and we run the world. What's the best thing about being a woman? For me, I think it is about finally having arrived at a point in my life where I am comfortable with who I am, where I can finally say I like myself and I don't feel the need to apologise for who I am anymore or to try so hard. Um, Yeah, that's a big deal. So it's important to acknowledge all of the wonderful women today. There are so many in my life who are strong, powerful, unique, um, independent, just amazing women who lift me up. And I hope I do the very same for them. It's it's really lovely to be able to say that. Happy International Women's Day. I think the best thing about being a woman is being able to have a freedom of choice, to be able to do whatever the hell you want. And also, I think women's bodies are absolutely magical. They can bring a life into the world. And I think that is an incredible thing to go through. So I think the best thing about being a woman is to be able to do the impossible. The best thing about being a woman is I get to embody that divine feminine you know, uh, the creator of life itself, how blessed I am. Mm. 
<laughs> wow, Trish, what a crew you assembled there. <gasps> the divine feminine wow. can now put that in your pipe. <laughs> the bits that I understood were... What do you mean you under- <laughs> what, what could you not understand? What's the divine feminine? What, what's that about? It was just the divine just- feminine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, God. What, what did I learn from that? Yeah, you are yeah. a lot more in touch with yourselves, aren't you? Maybe that's why we're much more compassionate and less that must harsh. Be yeah, <gasps> because not waging war on yeah. people. Yeah, I'm crazy. Yeah, killing the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's always the men. <laughs> it, it pretty much is. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, Kev, the best thing about being a woman oh, is having the. Pe- <laughs> Sorry, I thought we already heard. Sorry, I was under the impression <laughs> we had spent the last thirty-eight minutes hearing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> But, but no Okay Alright oh So I'm ready I'm sitting there I just, <laughs> This is hilarious just, It's like For right, fuck's this- sake <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe Oh right, my gosh I'll put my feet up This is gonna how, how many pages Have you got to- Oh my god <laughs> got a essay. whole book it's, an essay. it's a book Oh my god How have you not wrote, wrote, Written a book yet <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay, okay, go on. <laughs> oh my gosh, go on, I wish I had back, a camera. Right put my here. recliner I was on the chair. Ready, Trish? Tell us <laughs> what are we hearing? By Trish Kevin. Archer. The best thing about being yeah. a woman. Take it away. You're cracking me up. <laughs> the best thing about being a woman is having the power of the sisterhood to back me up and being able to be raw and real. We get to wear makeup, do our hair, but it's not all about the superficial, Kev. It really isn't. I think that because of some of the strife and pain our ancestors have gone through, we are resilient, we are strong, we are smart. I've always been a girl's girl and even though there's the misconception of, you know, the fighting and the bickering, it really is a rarity in female friendships. We have each other's backs. My girls are my rock and even while making this feature, the feature that you just heard... I realized that having so many smart, beautiful, courageous women in my life is an absolute blessing. From my mother to my best girlies, we were all fighting one battle or another against sexism, racism, hate crimes, fighting being seen less than, being underestimated, fighting against discrimination, manipulation, sexual assault, and the fighting never stops. But God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And although we shouldn't have to keep fighting, we will and we do because I want to make it better for my younger sister. I want to make it better for my cousins, my child, when I do have one. We have got to support each other and lift each other up. Even the women who don't know their worth and are struggling living under the male gaze know that your time will come. You will mature, you will develop and you will blossom into a beautiful woman. How do you learn? How do you grow? You learn and grow not by insulating yourself, but by experiencing different types of friendships, Kev. Making friends with different cultures, nationalities, learning from them and growing from them. And this also goes for men as well. That's all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well done. Hilarious. Bravo. Oh, there you go. That's my little take on being a woman. I do love it. I love it. Wow. I love you more so than anyone hair. I've ever met. No, <laughs> you know, there are times where I do think, oh God, this is tough. This mm. is really hard. Like, why do I have to face this? But there are other times, especially when <laughs> it's that time of month. Yes, ladies, we know it can be tough. <laughs> You're struggling and there's pain and you men don't get it. 
You know, we're coming in here. Hot sweat. We try. We try. <sighs> to try be fair, to I do think you're very understanding. Oh, and, thanks, um, I've always thought that. I've Have you? Thought that. Yeah. Thought you were nice. you were you were always on the female side. Yeah, and you stand so. up for the little people. I think so. I think <laughs> so. Just good. Trish Archer defending her gender to the very last, <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. Right. I get it. I think I get. it. I'm getting I it more so. and more every day. I hope so. Oh, you yeah. do get it, Kev. I do get it. I do get it, Trish. All right. Okay. We'll take a break. Last frequencies and Callum Scott on the way with Where Are You Now. Last call from Khalid. Love that song. And Khalid. Oh gosh, he's someone I'd like to see now as well. Another one added to your live list. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. Now we're back with Poker Face and Rhea Brizzy is on the line. Hey, how you doing? You, you, you work one. <laughs> now, Rhea, you've been telling us stories about yourself. So first first story is that you love traveling. You want to travel yeah. more. Your second story is that you love people. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. the third one is that you might be royalty. Right, I'm just yeah. going to take a little guess here and say maybe the royalty one I'm going to go with the royalty true. one too. Is that the first one, yeah? Is it? You that tell us. Yeah, that's uh, what my guess is. What about you, Ken? Uh, uh, no, okay, well, look, just to be different, I'll say that you actually hate people. You despise <laughs> them. You've never liked them. And anyone that you've ever told that you like, is just, that's a complete lie. <laughs> so I think you hate people. All right. So, well, how are we going to do this now? Like, so, is that your final answer? What so, my answer fi- first? No. Okay, so give us one of the true ones. Give us one of them that's true. All right. One of the true ones, mm-hmm. anyways. I love traveling, anyway. Like, you know. Ah. Figured that. Figured that. Yeah. What's the best country <laughs> you've been to? The best country I've been to? Yeah. Um, Dubai so far. Oh, Ooh. Dubai. What was yeah, it about that Dubai was, that really? That was did. in 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it about Dubai that really did it for you? Oh, it was just the building. Was the name of this toilet? It was the it was the tallest building that year. Oh yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember the name right now. Yeah, I hear oh. you. They do have the, a massive tower of some oh, description. Stop. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower. No, no, the Eiffel's in Paris. <laughs> no, bro, wrong they got city. Distracted by the girls. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what happened. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, okay. First time I was in Dubai, anyway, like I seen the tower, then and I was like, wow, like you know, what I mean, like an old building there, like it's just fucking amazing. Mm. Plus, it's fucking hot as well, though. I'm sorry about the language there. It's okay. <laughs> We've got a warning at the start of the show, so it's all good. It's all good. Um, all right. So, are you locking in number three as yours, Kev? Uh, two. I'm saying he's not. Oh, so- no, doesn't, two. Yeah, yeah. It's he doesn't actually Kev. like socializing. <laughs> all right. So I'm just for me. So tell us yeah, which I, was the real lie. Uh, the real lie is I don't like people anyway. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I knew it! I, I did it again! I struck gold! I oh my god, it. I actually can't believe Yo. Oh man, Yo, that was. <laughs> Rhea, you've taken us on a roller coaster of a journey. <laughs> I, I, I oh, honestly, I, I've just lost track of what's happening. Oh my god, so we've not only learned that you hate people, but you're also from royalty. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Tell us more about your hatred for humanity. <laughs> Kevin, you are you best friends right now. You are going to pick royalty as well. My dad was going to pick royalty as well. So, you, but you don't like socializing. Tell us more about that. Percent, oh, social. I don't just like. Uh, I don't just like people. Like to be honest, like uh, mm. I used to be friendly and all that. Like, well, 
I guess, like I said, like, um, how would I put it? Like, I just, it's just like um, friends and stuff. Like, I've seen a lot myself, like, being on the street, like, you know, you know what I mean? And You're done with people. Yeah, you know, the man has a point. I kind of <laughs> get it. Sometimes it people can be hard work. That's it can right. be exhausting having to socialize. You know, but you oh. chose the wrong industry because you're going to have to deal with crowds yeah. and people. And Don't let your fans hear this. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that. Like, no, my fans are different. Like, you get me? Like, that's, 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 a, way, that's a way different thing. Like, but when I mean... I just don't like, like I I love being on my own. Like, don't get me wrong. I can uh, chill with you. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. have vibes, have good time with you. Like, but that's it. Like, yeah. I don't really like it. One of my songs, like I said, I'm a popular nona. Like, everybody knows me. Like, I see you. Like, good vibes and that's it. But I don't just really. I'll say I have one friend, and mm. that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I get yeah, what I you hear mean. You. Yes. I hear you. We're all kind of introvert, inst- introvert, In some way. extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm half and half. I I definitely think I'm half and half. Healthy, there are times. healthy breed. Yeah, healthy dose of yeah. both. Yeah. Well, I just feel like having people around you, like to well, if you don't know your circle, like you know what I mean. Mm. Then, you know what I mean. Then, and I feel like too much loyalty then as well, like to your friend. It depends on who you pick as well. Like you get me. Well, you gotta choose good friends, Ria. You gotta be, exactly. you know, surrounding yourself with good people. That's that's the start yeah. of it. And I know good friends are exactly. hard to find, but you know, exactly. you hang on to that one you got. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. you have a brand new song. Sorry, yeah. tell us a little yeah. bit about this. Um, sorry, it's just a love song, you know. Oh yeah, um, Ria, I'm getting a kind of vibe here. You you like the ladies, don't you? You're a little bit charming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love my girls and <laughs> I just love doing love songs. Like, and one thing about me, like, and the song I do, like, no matter how it is, like, I just love passing the message in my music. Like, you know what I mean? That's it. Uh, um, is this and who is this about? Who's this song about then? Uh, Oh, no, about Andy Wesley. Really? Uh, can't, don't give me. Don't give me that. I was not born yesterday. Who did you write this song about? Come on. Do you think I was thinking about somebody? When yeah. I, I think uh, you may have done. Yeah. I think that's that's the beauty about music as well, though. Like you get me. The mystery. Well, like I, like I said, like it's just it's just a love song. He's keeping his cards close to his chest, Trish. Everybody out there, every heartbroken person out there, like you get me. There's a message song as well. You vibe to it, you get a message from it as well, like you get me. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm interested to hear now. Please do an introduction for us. So, hi, my name is, and this is a brand new song. Uh, Ready? Two, three, one, go. Hi, everybody, my friends, friends, family. This is Ray Breezy. You know the vibe. Let's go. This is sorry. Hey. Yeah, welcome. I mean, you know that. Yeah, I know already. I know I keep calling and texting. I don't yeah. mean to be annoying. This is me trying. I don't know if or when you'll ever call me back. Bitch, I'm way too busy. I can't text you back. I don't know what you expect me to do. I hope you'll listen to this all the way through. 24th, daddy, I'll be on my grind. I'm busy for the girls, though. I just want you to know. 
Baby girl, I'm sorry if I let you on. Been thinking out loud so late. Don't know what you want from me. Man, I wrote man, not a lover boy. I tried on you, but you don't listen. Share, you see, I'm now Yawa Dongas. But where do we gangsters go to? Oja, Oja, Oja. Have mercy on my soul. Share, you see, I'm now Yawa Dongas. My sherry go go, oh, what you want from me? I have to let you go and that's the truth. If I deal with you, I will break your heart ten times there and just the fact. Oh, mommy, I'm sorry. I have to cast to let you go just to save myself and to save you too. Oh, my dad, one no Anytime you call on me, um, I no go there for you, but I gotta go, um, ten toes on my feet now, um, never going back to the go street, um, oh, 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 the last bitch I gave my heart to, she shattered it to pieces, my heart is so cold, cold, the last speech I gave my heart to, she shattered it to pieces. My heart is so cold, cold. We no want no love no more. Baby girl, I'm sorry if I let you on. Been thinking out loud so late. Don't know what you want from me. Man, I wrote man, not a lover boy. I tried on you, but you don't listen. Share, you see, I'm now Yawa Dongas. Oja, 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 have mercy on my soul. Cheer, you see, I'm now Yawa Dongas. But where do we gangsters go to? Oja, 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 have mercy on my soul. Yeah, buddy. Nice one. Brizzy. Loving, loving, yes. loving that. Uh, Brizzy, I'm seeing that uh, you describe uh, that song as being about your lasting relationships and your love affairs, mm-hmm. plural. I want to know more about these love affairs oh, that you're having all over Cork. Am I in a sticky situation here now? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah, you did. Do it's here. It's written so down. Like, you wrote this. Yeah, I did. Like, come on. I, um, basically, I don't know. Do I really have to talk about this? Yet? No. Like, if you don't want to, do not be forced by Kev. Listen, we do enjoy the song. Um, yeah, we do. You can tell us as little or as much as you like. Well, it's just, it's just this girl, like, you know, we had, we had a bit of misunderstanding and that, like, you know. And okay. yeah, I was, I was just feeling emotional. Mm. That when I wrote it, you get me. I like it. Yeah, well, you can like feel it. it in the song. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. from the heart. As well. from the Where heart. are you recording your songs and stuff, Brizzy? Oh, that's my guy, M5 Studios, Coco, the producer. Mm. I'm actually grateful for Coco, to be honest, though. Like, yeah. me being in the studio with him is just like a therapy section for me. Yeah. You get me? Mm. Like, he I can... love being in the music studio, like, 100%. And he always pushes me, like, he, if there's any if there's anybody listening there that wants to be a musician and all that, like I 
tell you go 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 studio M five studios like is mm. one of the best in Cork like you get good quality sound and everything woke up hundred percent. Well, it does sound really really good. Now, what's on the cards for Brizzy? What's next? Um, to be honest, I love um I'm a solo artist, mm. but I love collaborating with people as well. Yeah, it get me and. Uh, you know, first time coming into Ireland, I, I noticed one thing, like, you know, I noticed um, the tradition is kind of the same from where I'm coming from um, as well. Mm-hmm. I listen to Irish beat as well and all them kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I would love, like, to be honest, I would love, like, to work with an Irish um, an Irish artist, like, proper, proper Irish artist now. Are you the talking, tradition. like, trad music? Because yeah, that would be wicked, that. mixing the kind of Nigerian sound with a bit of Trust trad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good with any beats, like, you get me. I've, mm. been, I've been freestyling for a long time. And, yeah, and I'm just open for anything at the moment. Mm. You get me. Brizzy, well, the future looks bright. Where can we find your music? Tell us your social media handles if people are looking okay. to hear more of your stuff. You can find me on YouTube there. Just go in Ray Breezy, R-E-A-E-R-I-Z-Y. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at official Ray Breezy, R-E-A underscore B-R-I-Z-Y. Okay. And are, have yeah. you got any gigs or anything coming up? Maybe, do you bus? Um, yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. The sky is just the limit, like I said, you know, and the future looks bright for me, to be honest. So yes, it does. I, mm-hmm. yes, I it just does. have to keep doing what I do. Yeah. yeah, I like your confidence. And it does take a lot of hard work, you know. I know you just got to stick to it. That. I know that. It's, there's a lot of commitment as well, like, mm. you get me. But you absolutely. can do it. You can do it. You can absolutely do it because sorry sounds incredible. Yeah. You really do like oh, it. Keep them coming. Wait, yeah. wait till what I have more stuff there. Like trust me. Oh, I'm sure so you there's do. More coming. Are you I working on an more. album? Well, I'm working on an EP. You get me? Uh, like, oh, that's that's a story for another day. Okay. Well. Brizzy, it was lovely having you on. Thank you so much for coming on and playing Poker Face with us. If you want to check out his music, it's Rhea Brizzy online. So R-E-A-B-R-I-Z-Y. Thank you so much for chatting to us and take care Thank of yourself. You all right. Cheers, man. Well. Take it yeah. easy. Good luck Thank with the music. Much. All the best. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You love to hear young and upcoming talent, the yeah. fresh, real, raw stuff, Kev. I know. And, sp- and having all these love affairs. and, <laughs> and Shook away. You were like that when you were younger as well. <laughs> Playboy. Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine, you know. Yeah, amazing. Gotta enjoy uh, it while you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, he was a, he was a good dude. He's a solid dude. Good character. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brizzy there. So do check him out online if you like his uh, music. I do love that. Sorry. Hmm. I might yeah. sing it to... No, maybe. Who are you singing it to? <laughs> you don't need to sing it. It's a Brizzy song. Let him sing it, Chase, for God's sake. Okay. I just don't know when to stop hogging the line. Damn it. <laughs> no, well, speaking of which, you know the way we've still got another 90 minutes left in International Women's Day? Yeah. I've developed a little quiz for you. Ooh. I yeah. don't know if I like quizzes, Kev. Oh, well, you're going to love this one, oh. Trish. You know the way you were talking about earlier about all the things you love about being a female, yeah. female empowerment. Yeah. And By the way, did power. you get any of that? <laughs> I got it all. Okay. I got it all. Um, yeah. Um, and I've devised just a little uh, little brain teaser for you to see you, your true knowledge of the <laughs> women in power. Kev, it's half ten at night now. I don't know if my brain is in the <laughs> let's do a quiz mode, but you know what? For your sake, I'll do it. You better perk up because I'm <laughs> quizzing you. All right. Right after this. Okay. It's room 104. Yes. And it's Trish and Kev. Yes. And it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a great part of the night, Trish, because oh, I actually get to put your knowledge of you and your female <laughs> friends to the test. <laughs> Wait now, are these are these going to be women that like are in the public eye? Or Very like, much so. They're not my friends. I don't know these women. <laughs> no, I mean that in a general sense. Okay. So I'm being literal I've, about it. I've compiled some audio clips oh, for you. Okay. Okay. These are power women. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten clips and putting you to the test. Uh-huh. Want to know how many you get right? Also, I need as much detail. As possible, okay. As much detail, as much from detail me? as you can give in terms of who name. there. Yeah, name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. And, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to doubt myself. I can do this. Okay. All well, right. What so, did you say? Let's tee up clip number one. Oh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Am I ready? Yeah, you ready. The one this who is needs on to you, be ready. Okay. I think this is a bumpy time in the UN because it's a bumpy time for multilateralism with President Trump, with populism, etc. But we go through bumpy times. <laughs> what is more important is to broaden the stakeholder involvement. Kevin O'Malley. <laughs> oh, come I, on, Trish. No, no. I knew you were going to do this to me because when, when it comes to politics, yeah. oh, gee. I'm oh, not the strongest. Oh, well. But oh, Trish, I thought okay, you wait, knew wait, your wait. power women. I thought I, you I don't were... know every single one of them. <laughs> okay, but I thought Help you were in Help me tune. out on the text line. 87 <laughs> Please. This is... I'm telling you, this is a very, very famous female person, especially in this country, but also around the world. That's a decent hint. Let's hear it one more time for clip number one. I think this is a bumpy time in the UN because it's a bumpy time for multilateralism with President Trump, with populism, etc. But 
We go through bumpy times. What is more important is to broaden the stakeholder involvement. You googling oh, anything God. there? You googling? No, I'm not googling a thing. Are you googling UN stakeholders? <laughs> <laughs> I'm googling every single line she just said. Oh, Who stop! Who said this? No, oh, honestly, I'm not doing that. Because if I don't know, I don't know. If you don't Is know, it you know. Francis Fitzgerald? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a list have you got? Did you just type in Irish female yeah. politicians? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Trish! Help us out, oh eight seven six seven nine seven. Trish needs help, folks. Please. Oh no! Oh, somebody Who got it! Somebody oh, got it already! Got it. Oh, Mary Robinson! I knew yeah. that. Well I done, knew Grace. that. Grace, well Grace, you helped me, but I knew it was coming. That you was going to be my. Ne- it was going to be my next guess. Oh, stop! Because it was next <laughs> on your list. No googling, now, Trish. I'm serious <laughs> about this. No clothes. No, I'm not. I'm not taking this now. Go away out of it. No, okay. Come on. Okay. No, okay. Who's right. next? Uh, clip number two. I think you'll so get basically, you lost the last. You lo- well, yeah. So that's. Is, a- am I being keeping score? Yes. Uh, zero <laughs> so far. <laughs> that's going to put me under so much pressure. Next voice, please. Okay. That the hateful language they hear from public figures on TV does not represent the true spirit of this country. That when someone is cruel or acts like a bully, you don't stoop to their level. No, our motto is, when they go low, we go high. (laughs) Well, what kind of woman would I be if I didn't know that was Michelle Obama? I love that woman. Yeah, okay. I I had to include. I did. Let's just listen to that. Okay, all right. (laughs) That the hateful language they hear from public figures on TV does not represent the true spirit of this country. <sighs> that when someone is cruel or acts like a bully, you don't stoop to their level. Sing it, No, Michelle. our motto is, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> Sister. There oh, you yeah. go. Did you like that one? I did. I love yeah, that, that one. one. Love Michelle. Read her yeah. book. Oh, what a did powerful It was a good book. Very good book. Although... <laughs> I, I love the rags to riches story. You know, I love the, you know, I, I pulled myself up from the bootstraps or whatever. But she kind of came from, she you know, a pretty middle wealth. class. <laughs> yeah, come on. I know. She's from money. But I, I, before I went into the oh, story, I really thought I was like, here's a woman put herself through law school, you know. And then I read her book and I was like, all right, Michelle, you you, you did okay for yourself, but you came from money too. What do you, what do you say to the people? Yeah. Who say she's only famous because of her famous husband. Are you kidding me? If you even read her book, I think she was the one who was mainly behind his um, political rise run. To, his yeah. rise to the top. Yes, to becoming president. Like that woman, she pushed him. She absolutely pushed him into the position he was in. She was she was the one I running I she things. was reluctant. That she didn't want him to get She in. didn't necessarily want him to. She didn't think it was going to happen. Like mm. She did have faith in him, but she didn't think he was actually going to become the president of the United States at one stage. Yeah. But she was definitely on board with it. And, uh, you know, when it, when it all evolved... But um, throughout his campaign, she was very much behind him, giving him, him advice and telling him mm. to talk to. She was practically his advisor. I'm telling you, behind yeah. every great man, there's an even greater woman. You, and um, she, is she not going to go into politics now? Or is, I don't like... I think after her would stress them out the last time. No, I think she's, um, she's very much on the... Um, uh, what was what? What's she doing now? It's kind of more activism. Okay. You know, she's reaching out. I know she's got a lot of girls' clubs where she tries to educate young girls and build confidence. And you okay. know, she goes around and she speaks to schools and stuff. So I think that's kind of where she's at right now. All right. I think after yeah, after that whole thing, she just wants to give that a break. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So look, you're you're not doing too badly. Thank God. You got one. You got one out of two. One separate. out of two. Yeah. But <laughs> if anybody I, tuned I think, in now, they would just think I just got one out of maybe 
10. No, one out of two, folks. She's doing all right. Yeah. But um, I don't think you're going to get this. Oh, this is you're you, a, little, a toffee. So that's here. Clip number three. <gasps> we never wanted this war. Ukraine never wanted this war. It is President Putin, indeed, who started this war and is leading this war. And we are answering with uh, harsh sanctions. I n- I've heard it's the Ukrainian uh, female leader. Is one it? Of them? One of the Ukrainian female leaders. It's no? a tough one in fairness. It is a tough one. I feel like... No, I don't know who this is. Uh, do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah, yeah. We never wanted this war. Ukraine never wanted this war. It is President Putin, indeed, who started this war and is leading this war. And we are answering with uh, harsh sanctions. Who is that? Does that sound like a Ukrainian accent? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It do- oh, damn. But you know, the fact that she said the Ukrainians never wanted this war, I thought that yeah. was in like first person, like we didn't want no. this war. So I'll give me, I'm, I'm give helping me you along yeah, here. Please. No, it's not. She is... Um, Anything? No. <laughs> She's a top, probably the world's top bureaucrat. She's not necessarily elected. Well, she's elected, but not by the people. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> I know what I'm saying, Trish. Wait, let me, I need to listen to it again because right now I'm like, okay, I need to know. We never wanted this war. Ukraine never wanted this war. It is... A- President Putin, indeed, who started this war and is leading this war. And we are answering with uh, harsh sanctions. Mm. Who's the we in that case, do you think? We, the EU. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh, the EU. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Angela Merkel? No. Um, the no. other German one. The other German one <laughs> yeah, is yeah. correct. It's Ursula von der Leyen, who is uh. the... Uh, President of the European Commission. Damn, Kevin. Yeah. I would have never. That was no, a tough no, one. No, no, no. All right, that was a tough one. I oh, granted, granted. <laughs> oh, it wasn't just me. We got a text in Grace. Sorry, Grace. No, <sighs> yeah. it was von der Leyen. Okay. So what's what's the full name again? Ursula von der Leyen. She's Ursula. the President of the European Commission. Okay. The EU. I'll try and burn that in my brain. Yeah. So for future reference. Yeah. Grace. You know, she's okay. got short, she's got a short blonde hair. You'd yeah. know where to see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, that's, that was a tricky one, okay, I'll admit it, it. They're not all that difficult. Okay. Uh, so let's hear female voice number four. Well, we hope not to have too many gaps because we're kind of getting older, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's been such a long time since we did anything. The only thing is, you know, health permitting, you know, we would like to tour a lot extensively in the next 12 months and we'd like to bring out a new album of new material for our fans. So we want to get down to writing. Is it one of the cores, the core sisters? Yes, it is, yes. It is not. Oh no, sorry. Um, no, Andrea Core. No, you no, sure? no core. Forget the core. This is coreless. And this person is alive. It's not. I don't a, know. Can, can I give? No, she's no longer with us. Uh well, then it's Dolores O'Riordan, is it? Yes, yes. it is. But that wasn't your first guess. I don't know. I'm giving you a hat. Uh, no, you have to give me the whole thing. <laughs> really? Come on! I was guessing alive people. You have to actually. That is a rule that needs to come into what? place right now. You need yeah. to tell me whether yeah these people are you know deceased or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. That does help. 
Yeah, it helps, but it helps too much. But I wasn't going, I would never have guessed it was Dolores because I was going for people who were living. So, okay, so the... the Everyone else in this is, list is, is still it? alive. Okay, grand. Don't be, you know, if we're playing a quiz, oh, you got to right. be fair. got to let me know. Okay, grand. So I got change two anything. You should four. know by the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> the vocals. Two out of four, just about. Because I know every female's vocals out there. Here's, here's one you're gonna get. It's okay. clip number five. What do you do on those days that you don't feel that confident or fearless or powerful like you did out there? Uh, pretend. Fake it? Yeah. Until we make it? I mean, why not? It's either that or cry myself to sleep. Who wants to do that? You wake up with puffy eyes the next day. That's a waste of waste tears. Of Yes, Queen. That is probably one of my favorite quotes. Who wants puffy eyes? It is Queen Riri, the Barbadian Queen, my Caribbean sister. Oh, I knew you'd get that one. Yeah. Rihanna. She's got some accent, hasn't she? She's yeah. the best. I find she's getting a bit more raw now. I don't know if it's um she's kind of shed the American side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twang, the American twang is gone and she's definitely embracing her Bayesian roots. Well, if you're at the forefront of uh, the Barbadian us independence movement and they get you to speak you know on their independence day then you know yeah I think you're going to want to turn on the the flair of the accent a bit more I think she's like one of their national figures now. Oh, is she on the money national hero number one like, oh, on the money yes she's got her own coins and her own yes. bills over there that'll be 12 99 Rihanna dollars please <laughs> yeah. you know what I loved about that she showed up in kind of this you know nude coloured dress that was skin tight yeah. and the boobs showing and I'm thinking you're in the with all these dignitaries and you showed up basically in your bathing suit yeah but their president or prime minister it was loving her. Of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. She's brilliant. I do. I love Rihanna. I love the fact that she can speak her mind. There's a whole trend on TikTok at the moment of the, the past Rihanna, the early noughties Rihanna. Oh, you remember yeah. when she was an absolute menace on TikTok, or sorry, Twitter, because TikTok didn't exist. Yes. And she was just tweeting everyone. She was having Twitter wars with Sierra, Twitter <laughs> wars with uh, everyone. And she just was saying how she felt. She's going for it. She called Karuchi a rice cake, remember? Mm, oh my vaguely. gosh. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Okay. Anyways. Uh, all right, well, you do well so far. Uh, three out of five. Yeah. But will you be able to name the next voice? This is voice number six. Since we came into government, um, we know that, for instance, their incomes have been lifting more than that cost of living. Not what I've seen at the moment is an Googling. exception in this no. period of time. And as I've said, we're not alone in that. Oh my no gosh! Googling. No, no, no! I know, I know her name. It's the New Zealand uh, president, um, Jasmine. Just, just, just <laughs> <laughs> play it again, please. Oh my god! Just, just, just Art Hearn. Jasmine Ardern, Jacinda. Let's hear it again. Ah, oh, man. Is it number six or which one is it again? What's number it? Six. Five, number six. Since we came into government, um, we know that, for instance, their incomes have been lifting more than that cost of living. Not What last we're seeing year. at the moment is an exception in this period of time. And as I've said, we're not alone in that. I'm going to stick with it. I think it's Jacinda Ardern, the New Zealand president. It's Ardern, so I can't give it to you. D- <laughs> I get that point. Yeah, well done. Jacinda Ardern. Ardern. What New did I say? Zealand. I said Ardern, didn't I? Ardern. I did not put a T in there. <laughs> threw a T in, just, oh. threw a T in. Do you know what? I need a break right now because it's getting hot under the collar here with all of yeah. these. You're putting me under pressure. But how many have I got? You got four to go. Um, and I've got, got four right. Yeah. 
so four out of six. Four questions left. Not too bad. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more of these questions. I hope you guys are getting in on it too. Are you golden, Kev? Are you I'm gold? golden watching you squirm trying to get these power women. To be fair now, I'm not doing too bad. That was Harry Styles with Golden. Yes, and we are playing the Power Women quiz where I get to quiz Trish on this International Women's Day about uh, how much she really knows about the the top, top people of her gender. And so far, she's doing all right, actually. You, you doubted me. Look at you. You doubted me. Well, I you got off to a rocky start with the Mary Robinson. <laughs> but um, it's been yeah, okay. It's been okay so far. Uh, we left you on uh, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. You got that. I did. I did call her Jasminda, but you know. You called her <laughs> Jasminda initially. <laughs> you also called Delor- Dolores O'Riordan um, some form of a core sister. Yeah, Andrea Core. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and Ursula von der Leyen you did not get. But anyway, we are moving swiftly on to voice number seven. Let's check this out. I'm not a very secure person. You know, I question everything again. My vulnerability was always hidden. Oh dear, I, I, <laughs> I like, made that I'm, one. Yeah. I'm lost. That was I like have... a little espresso shot of a, an audio <laughs> clip. That was a real quickie. I didn't enjoy that quickie. Did you not? No, <laughs> okay, no, well, no. Let's try it again then. Oh dear. Nobody believes me. I'm not a very secure person. You know, I question everything again. My vulnerability was always hidden. No, that's all Kev, I could get. I no idea. Don't have think a about it. Li- Put your what? thinking cap on now. I'm trying to even guess what accent that is. And yeah, I'm not, what's coming I to mind? I want to say German. I want to say German. I don't know. It just doesn't sound like anything I'm familiar with. One more okay, time. Yeah. Nobody believes me. I'm not a very secure person. You know, I question everything again. My vulnerability was always hidden. Is is it Italian? Is it is that Versace? Yes. Is that Donatella Versace? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well done. Yes. Oh, well yes. done. All right, that was pretty good. That was pretty <laughs> Somebody good. Somebody said Ivanka <laughs> Trump. You wouldn't have been wrong or Melania. too far off. Because like that that was a difficult accent. Oh my god, that was Italian. <laughs> that was Italian. Ah, I got it. Donatella Versace. Okay, well done. Well okay. done. No, I'm happy with that. Okay, yeah, you're doing well. They're they're tough, Kev. That was you couldn't find a better clip of Donatella. I was in a Trish. I was in a rush. (laughs) Uh, This this clip thing was taking too long. (laughs) I was listening. I was like, who? Trying to figure out all these various power women. It was getting a lot for me, so um, that's the best I could do with that one. Okay, Tilly, uh, thanks for the text, but yeah, you were you were you were far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's have a listen now to our next power woman, and this is clip the and break. female sport now, like yeah. all different fe- sports, like that has really come true this year, and because of COVID, everyone's really getting to see it. Do you know what I mean? That's and right, it's just yeah. absolutely amazing. And oh God, really. Yeah. Wait now. Show it on again. Show it on again. (sighs) Oh. The female sport now, like all different sports, like that has really come true this year. And because of COVID, everyone's really getting to see it. Do you know what I mean? And it's just absolutely amazing. And that's not Katie Taylor, is it? No, it is not. Uh, Who else could it be? Someone who had a massive 2021. I know 
I know this is going to really annoy me because I had this conversation with someone and I know the name, but it's what not. Do you mean you had this conversation with someone? As in, like, I, I've, I know, I know who it is. You know, I who, know it is? who it is. Who is it? But then? I can't. T- uh, uh, the no, name. don't look at the screen. Don't yes, look at the screen. That's no. Oh. Honestly, that is who I thought it was, but I was never going to get God her name. I'm like, why did you look at the screen? <laughs> I was never going to get it. We should have closed that screen down. <sighs> I feel disappointed in myself because I'm telling you, this, it's like it's almost like I'm having a deja vu moment here because this exact same person, Kelly Harrington, this name came up before, and I was like, "Who's that?" You girl drew a blank, again? and I completely drew a blank, and now I did it again, and now you think, "Yeah, I didn't know who it was," but I really did. Believe me when I say I knew it was going to be my yeah. Well, our text screen was just <laughs> oh, bombarded no. with messages, so <laughs> thanks everyone for ru- and I should have thought more about this. <sighs> I should be closing the screen on your end so that you can't see what they're texting in. Okay. Anyway. No, but no, it's fair enough. I'm saying I didn't get that one. I didn't, but I I would have gotten it. I would have. Oh, really? You're not, you're not giving yourself that point? No, oh, no, okay. it's not fair. I know, because okay. I... Why is Kelly Harrington's name always evading my lips? <laughs> why? Know, uh, okay, so that is... I'm sorry, I'm just going to need a little X there. Okay. <laughs> Just making oh. sure that is on the official record as being an ex. Okay. And uh, Trish Damn, did not Kelly, know I'm sorry. Olympic gold medalist uh, Kelly Harrington. Uh, I mean, come on. The second time. You know what? It won't happen to me a third time. It won't happen again. Well, let's see what happens now <laughs> for our next power woman on clip number nine. Okay. Or in your own family, somebody is saying things about you that are not true. Okay. And how hurtful that is. I was running out of time, okay. Trish. I know. I was just like, this- oh, <laughs> Death. I just want to say it's Oprah. Yeah, okay. I love Oprah and her voice is so distinguishable. Damn it, I made this too easy. No, you didn't. No, I you didn't. Did. You had some stinkers in there. You did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's going to make a show of me and you did for some. Okay, okay. Well, let's see now. It all rests on this. Trisha's true knowledge of her gender oh. and all the female power women. Uh, it all comes down to this. Clip number 10. Let's have it. Listen, this is how it was, because we would often come home from school before our mother would come home from work. Mm-hmm. And then when, and there was always fresh baked cookies. No. Or always. 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 Oh, my gosh. She, so all of that stuff, like, everything was from scratch. Yeah, no. You no. Lost nothing. You lost me at that one. Nothing? Don't look at the fresh screen. Ba- I'm not looking. I'm not looking. No, don't. For, I'm not. I'm not. My Can head you, is turned away. Can you, you just to, flick off the screen? Yeah, now? I'll just flick it off yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, mm. Any ideas so far? We know it's an American voice, obviously. Is it the American vice president, the female? Let's hear it again. Uh, Let's hear the clip again. Okay. Listen, this is how it was because we would often come home from school before our mother would come home from work. Mm -hmm. And then when, and there was always fresh baked cookies. No. Always. 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 Oh my gosh. So all of that stuff, like everything was from scratch. Yeah, I still, it's not fresh baked cookies. I'm even trying to make a link. Who? I wouldn't worry Rachel about Rachel Ray. No, I, I know worry. she cooks. Who? <laughs> Rachel Ray. She has her own program. Oh, I don't know who that. Um, um, no, I, I can't. Oh, is it? Is it the vice president of the United States? What's her States name, Trish? I don't know who you're talking about. Um, what is her name again? Oh my gosh, what is her name? You know who I'm talking about. If I can guess, if I say who the person is and I can't remember Remember at the, the name, beginning I when I said a- I needed as much detail as possible on the name, I wasn't, li- I didn't say that for a laugh. 
Well, there is that. That is as much detail as I am giving you. That uh, I need a name, Trish, or else you get an X. But is it? Is it that person? I need a name. I, I'm just like oh. I need a name. I don't make the rules. Wait a minute. Yes, I do, and I need a name. I don't. Don't know. Google it. No, googling is against <laughs> the rules. So I'm just giving you a big fat X here. Is it Kamala Harris? Is it? No. I'm giving you an X because I, ju- I know you just Googled it. I didn't. I can't it came believe back on this me. International Women's Day. <laughs> but I knew who she you was. Chose, I just didn't remember. Just like Michelle Obama <laughs> told you not to do, you went low and it's, you Googled it. I didn't. So I Googled I am very what disappointed I already you knew. About you, with you. <laughs> it's on Kamala this. Harris. I got that right. Number 10 was correct. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven out of 10. All right. I know my women. I know my women. All right. All right, you do. I knew it was... You were sitting there going, hmm, what? I don't know who you're talking about. And you knew it was her. Let me just check that screen. Oh, my God, my mic fell out. (laughs) That's a sign. (laughs) We're going to a break now. Bye. (laughs) This is Room 104. FM 104. And we're back. Kevin O'Mahony, yeah, how you doing? Just plugging my microphone back in. <laughs> Got a bit excited there. I love how the gods just like, yeah, like, yeah you talk too sign? much. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> that was you and your womanly powers, Trish, wasn't it? Kamala Harris was listening to me. I yeah. was like, let her have it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now, though, we are going to be speaking to Stephen Breen. He's the crime editor. With the Irish Sun? Yes, that's it. Yes. Are you, you okay there, Kevin? I'm fine. All right. Grand. He's going to be telling us about the gangland crimes that's just taken over Dublin. What's yeah. going on, Kev? Well, what's new in many ways? I mean, is this something that's ever going to end? No. I would like to think so. I really hope so. Like, this can't continue. There's so many different gangs now that I, I, can't, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. What if you took the power out of the gangs and you legalise drugs where do you stand on that? Ooh, I'm a bit iffy on the legalising drugs situation I, I, some drugs yes but not majority yeah yeah I don't know I think cannabis not cocaine basically yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> exactly. thanks exactly you know where I stand yeah, just say it like yeah well, well I did okay through you yeah <laughs> um, yeah I think yeah I don't know. It's a complicated one. It is. It yeah. is. Well, Stephen takes us through, just basically lifts the veil a little bit because I think we needed to get the inside scoop. Mm-hmm. It's coming up next. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast. FM 104. It's Room 104 with Trish and Kevin. Right now we have crime editor with the Irish Stun, Stephen Breen on the line. Now, welcome to the show. Welcome back, Stephen. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All good. You're very welcome. Now, recently, there seems to be an influx of gangland crime around Dublin. And Stephen, you're here to offer us some insight into the Fingless feud, the Gucci gang headed by Mr. Flashy, and reports that teens are being used for drug sales. Now, what is the situation right now in Dublin with gangland crime? Yeah, I think it's a, a matter of concern for Gardaí, Tricia, especially in the Fingless area. And we saw only last month when Gardaí recovered a machine gun 47 grand in cash and 300 rounds of ammunition. And I think that seizure shows the the extent of the criminality that's taking place currently in the city at the moment, especially in Finglas. Now, we, we haven't had um, a gangland murder in a very long time in the city, which is good you know, compared to the, the, the amount of deaths that were taking place during the Kinahan and Hutch feud. But I think in Finglas, you have paranoia, 
you have greed, you have people that are um, involved in a feud that has led to petrol bombings, assaults, different sides of uh, criminal gangs taunting each other on, on social media. And there is a concern there that obviously when assaults take place, petrol bombings, grenades being thrown, and in, in recent weeks you've had indeed petrol bombings of, of people who are totally unconnected to the feud where they, they've gone to the wrong house and um, innocent people have been caught up in this and that's always the worry. So obviously the, the drugs trade is still very big in Dublin at the moment. There are There's a lot of uh, money to be made and it's all about vying for control in, in different patches. I, I think in Finglas as well you have uh, a young gang member there, Mr. Flashy, running this gang with, with teenagers at his disposal and trying to fill the void left by the Kinnahan cartel and the, the successes that the Guardi have had against the Kinnahan cartel with so many of their members, over 60 now in prison. So it is concerning, but you know the guards have been on top of it. You know They've foiled a lot of uh, attempted hits. As, as I mentioned, they've seized weapons. And I think crucially in Finglas, when they... They um, seized the, the, the property that was being used as a base for Mr. Flashy that with the Dublin Council. It's now been sealed up. And that, that was a, a place uh, in Ratoth Drive that was being used to plan attacks for parties. And I, I think it was a positive move where it showed a multi-agency approach where the guards and the local council were working together in trying to address serious, uh, serious issues of criminality in the Finglas area and to make the lives of local residents a lot better. Uh, Stephen, can you tell us um, what do we know about Mr. Flashy? It's quite an interesting name. Where, where did he get that? Does he, does he love bling? And has he been positively identified by law enforcement? Well, he's a major target uh, for the Gardaí. He's someone uh, from the Finglas and the Cabra area who's been trying to uh, rise to the top of organised crime. He's someone who has connections to the Kinahan cartel. We can't name him because he hasn't any serious convictions. He's known as Mr. Flashy because of his love for the high life, you know, mm-hmm. wearing the, 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 the Rolex watches at 35 grand apiece, the foreign holidays, the lavish lifestyle, and someone who does have connections to very serious criminals, especially those involved in the Kinahan cartel. So you have a young man here who is uh, determined to make a name for himself, who has built up this reputation, who has access to firearms, is definitely involved in the drugs trade. He's been arrested before uh, by the Gardaí on numerous occasions, and he's certainly someone who is definitely on their radar. Because of the the level of violence that his gang have been involved in in the past, where even if you look at some of his friends, like uh, Sean Little, he was murdered. Zach Parker shot dead. Jordan Davis also shot dead. And also many of his associates are now behind bars, but he continues to remain uh, elusive. He's someone who is um, and still enjoying the high life. He's regularly boasting about his, his, his high life and his, his foreign holidays on social media. And someone who is has come to the attention of other criminal gangs as well, who are not happy at his rise within organised crime, and, and someone who has made a lot of enemies in the last three or four years. Mm. When we talk about organised crime and even the Mr. Flashies of the world, do you think the patterns of behaviour for gangs have changed over time then? Because now we have the likes of social media where, you know, we can see him posting all these lavish holidays and essentially living the life whereas we never really had that insight before 
No, I, I think uh, criminal organisations and, and criminals involved in organised crime have utilised social media. Only recently there was a report about uh, Mr. Flashy's gang using uh, social media to sell drugs. So the, the, they're also using the dark net as well for weapons, for drugs too. But I think in relation to the, the recent outbreak of violence in, in Finglas and indeed beyond, we have seen an increased use of social media where you have rival factions on social media taunting each other, um, boasting about you know their access to weapons, you know what they're involved in, what they're capable of, and it's it was a feature also in the uh, the Drogheda feud as well when people were were, were shot. Um, Owen McGuire, for example, was shot in 2018, and following that he was taunted as well on social media. Videos are being sent to each other, um, assaults are taking place and being recorded too. So social media is definitely a factor, and it is being used. On the one hand, to show off the wealth that Mr. Flashy uh, appears to have with his love of designer clothing and his foreign holidays, but also to taunt their rivals and to intimidate people as well. So it is a concern and it isn't something I'm sure Gardy will be monitoring quite closely. Are you um, yourself ever surprised when you see these guys being so open about their criminality? Like, um, does it shock you or is this just... Uh, a tactic that you're noticing that they're do they're they're doing. It doesn't shock me because um, there's an arrogance there among people like Mr. Flashy. There's a bravado. There's an un- also uh, an untouchable sense of uh, identity there, where they they feel that you know their enemies can't get near them, the guards can't catch them. So obviously they want to flaunt and show off what they're capable of but again it comes down to image as well whereas in the past you know when you had serious criminals like martin cahill or martin foley you know it was all about uh image that they had uh they had nurtured in the communities because of their that they were involved in fights or they were involved in levels of violence and people were afraid of them there was no social media in those days but nowadays the social media is being utilized by people like mr flashy and i just don't think they care they don't care that innocent people are being brought into this mayhem and um, the only thing that matters to them is about living the high life making money and cultivating this image amongst their peers that they are very serious criminals and not to be crossed or not to be messed with. So I, I think that's a feature that we've seen in recent years. And I, I just think it comes down to an arrogance and no empathy with innocent people who've been caught up in this and uh, a feeling that they're just using social media to, to show off, again, playing on their egos that they've, they've nurtured. And once their reputations grow among their peers in organised crime, their egos continue to grow, so they have to feed that. And they do that by using social media and constantly boasting about their holidays, about their their, their um, wealth of experience in organised crime and what they're involved in. Surely, Stephen, that must be helpful to the Gardaí. Because if you're putting evidence online where you're, you know, you're actively taunting your rivals, wouldn't that be hard evidence for the guards to, to maybe bring it to court or prosecute? Yeah, well, I, I think and they're very clever, these criminal organisations who are using social media, especially in relation to the uh, incidents of uh, violence in uh, in Finglas, where they're very careful, where they're not openly threatening people. They're, they do it in a roundabout way, in an indirect way. So they're careful that, you know, if they issue something on social media, if it's a text, if it's a video, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to burn your house. They're, they're not going to do that. 
they, they do it. They use words in, a, in different ways, an underhand way where it can't be used as evidence. So they, they, they're very careful in their use of it. On the one hand, they can be intimidating, but they're not going to leave uh, uh, any evidence for the guards that they can use. But I'm sure the guardie will be using and will be analysing their behaviour in social media because it could help them build up an intelligence picture and a profile of the type of people that they're dealing with. Hmm. Um, talk to us about um, the role that these these mob bosses are. They're using teenagers to to kind of do the dirty work or become runners. You know, they're very much using these these youths who uh, maybe from a disadvantaged background or whatever. Um, talk to us about the role that that they play in all this. Yeah, I think I've written a few stories recently about Operation Fogra mm. and it related to the issue of drugs intimidation across all sectors of society, not just in deprived communities where you have the uh, leaders of organised criminal gangs who are obviously their only concern is to make money. And the way of doing that is to recruit younger people to their ranks. So if they have built up big reputations for violence, reputations in their own communities and young people, if we look at deprived communities, if they have no other outlook, if they have no other means of um, improving their lives, they see many of their friends, their peers, you know, dressed in the designer clothing, you know, wearing the nice watches, enjoying the holidays, then, you know, they are people who are, who um, are used and very often manipulated. And I interviewed the guards in relation to drug intimidation, and they spoke about how many young people are groomed by the organised uh, criminal gangs and, and their leaders. You know, and it can escalate from holding drugs, uh, having drug addictions, to storing weapons, to ultimately getting involved in more serious crimes like murder, and you know, setting fire to people's homes. Or whatever, so uh, it, it is a concern, but it shows you that they that you have the leaders of these criminal organizations who are distanced from the day to day runnings of their organizations and their networks, where they have people below them, people who have specific tasks to continue the functions of their organization, and that is dealing drugs or guns so that the money comes in. But you know, it's not the um, the, the kingpins at the top um, who are going to be handling drugs or you know moving weapons it's young kids in the communities that they are preying on and, and kids that they are using to ultimately feed their own organizations and to ultimately to boost their own uh, bank accounts and Stephen, are the guards doing anything are they are they being proactive when it comes to trying to help our teens from not getting into this kind of lifestyle because obviously with the likes of mr flashy out there making it seem like it's it's an attractive lifestyle to be a part of i can assume that you know these kids who are on tiktok and the likes of instagram and they're seeing this they probably are only seeing the glitz and the glam and they're not seeing the real you know shady parts of uh, criminal activity well, if you look at different investigations, Trish, for example, if you look at the Operation Fogra, the drugs intimidation, more and more people are coming before the courts in relation to that uh, overall operation. Well, I spoke to a few victims, uh, the, sorry, the mothers of a few individuals who had been roped into uh, selling drugs and then had to pay off huge debts. 
And one mother told me that she regretted not going to the Gardaí immediately because when she did go, she got help. And it's not just a problem for the guards where you have the, the HSE are also involved, uh, community addiction networks as well. So there is a multi-agency approach here to dealing with the issue. But then if you look at the organised crime element of uh, certain investigations, you look at the Garden National Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau and the, the successes that they have had since 2015. And even in recent years, 75 lives have been saved. Like over 60 members of the Kinnahan gang are now behind bars. You know, people like Freddie Thompson serving time for murder. You, you people like uh, associates of Mr. Flashy. Um, uh, Scott Capper is, was one of his enforcers is now in prison. Mark Capper, another young man from the Finglas area who got involved in the Kinnahan Hutch feud are now serving lengthy prison sentences. So it shows that, you know, if you do get involved, a lot of people are going to prison. And then also you have the Criminal Assets Bureau, who, are, who have targeted, uh, for example, we, we look at Liam Byrne of the, the, the Kennehan Organised Crime Group. Liam Byrne has, has, uh, is home seized. Sean McGovern is another individual associated with that, that grouping. So CAB is taking and playing an active role as well. But in fairness, I think they've had great successes in thwarting attacks, um, uh, increased patrols, seizing weapons, seizing cash, all about disrupting and dismantling the activities of, of these criminal groupings. But is it not the case that if you put one away, a new boss will pop up, a new person who wants to take control of the turf and control the drug trade? Is it just, does it feel like it's a never-ending cycle? Well, it, it's always been the way where uh, we, you go back to the, the, the 80s and the late 80s, but Larry Dunn said, if you think we're bad, wait to see who's coming next. He's talking about people like Freddie Thompson and Brian Radigan. And when people who are attracted to organised crime if they are imprisoned or if someone's shot dead. Unfortunately, the reality is that there is always someone there. People like Mr. Flashy trying to make a name for themselves don't want to get involved in any legitimate form of employment. Um, but people have to realise that there is no longevity in this career that they choose where they either end up dead and we've seen that with the, the, the plethora of young men who've been killed in recent years. Um, they either end up dead or in prisons. But there is and there always will be people who, who want to get involved in organised crime. Mm. And Stephen, what is the Fingless feud? What's that all about? And would it be on the same level as the Kinahan's Hutch feud? I, again, I, I think it's about power. I think yeah. it's about greed and it's about uh, profit. And it's about different criminal gangs across North and, and West Dublin uh, trying to uh, and buying for control of the drugs trade in that area. But they're, they're all, you know, they're interlinked with other groups as well. Obviously, we, we've, we, we've heard about Flashy being linked to members of the Kinahan cartel. But I, I, thankfully, no one has been killed in relation to the feuds that Flashy is involved in at the moment. You know, he's currently involved in a, a feud with other criminals in Finglas area, but also in Blanchardstown as well. But I don't think anything can match the ferocity of the Kinahan Hutch feud when we saw 18 people lose their lives in uh, such a, a short period of time. And when, when you're dealing with the Kinahan cartel, because of the networks that they've built up over the years, they're on a different level. The people like Mr. Flashy, who's only relatively starting out and, and trying to make a name for himself, and, and but would not have the same connections, would not have, would not have the same resources as the Kinahan cartel. So um, I, I think that obviously with the, the increase in violence in recent times in, 
in Finglas, um, it will be concerning for Gardaí. And the worry is that if someone is killed, that could lead to other deaths as well. Um, I just want to know what social me- what responsibility social media uh, companies have on this, or have they made comment about you know people flaunting whether it be drugs or cash or ill-gotten gains or whatever it might be, um, do they see any issue with people using their platforms to post this kind of stuff? I, we see this all the time. This is a, a debate that is, is constantly ongoing about what our social media platforms doing to disrupt uh, criminal activity. Uh, what are they doing to um, reduce tensions, you know, especially when... Uh, and, and threats are, be, are being issued, in, although be it in indirect uh, ways. And I think they have a responsibility as well to keep on top of this. Um, but if rules are breached, then it's it's incumbent on the, the, the social media companies out there to you know to stop accounts, um, to uh, you know, uh, bring forward any information that they receive to the guardy as well. If there are any examples of criminal behaviour, so they have a responsibility to. You know, uh, to work closely with the Guardi and, and to ensure that various platforms aren't being used to facilitate serious forms of organised crime. I just want to touch back on the teens thing. If you are a part of a family that might, you know, uh, be aware that your teen is involved in something like this, obviously it is a dangerous situation. And as you said, there's been cases where, you know, uh, families have been threatened, parents have been threatened, and especially that mum. What do you do then if you are in that situation? Well, when I spoke to the Guardian in relation to Operation Fogra, uh, Superintendent uh, Dermot McKenna, um, it was a, uh, an interview that we did about Operation Fogra and the message from him as a senior officer and the message from two families actually I, I interviewed was, don't let it escalate. Please come forward immediately. The Guardian worked closely with various uh, government agencies in addressing this problem. There is help out there if, if young kids are addicted to drugs, if they fall into um, a spiral of uh, of concern where they have to, um, you know, do all these different uh, activities for drugs guys because of a debt that they may owe. Um, it's it's important and essential to come forward straight away because the longer it escalates, the longer it festers, and the more um, more deep they become in in terms of organized crime and the worse it gets for them. So the message is really quite clear, come forward, seek help. And that's a message to parents as well, that if they are concerned that their kids could be suffering from addiction issues, if their kids could be coming, um, uh, having links to people that they know involved in organized crime, then the message is, is quite clear seek help and, and that was across the board that was a general theme it, it's not just i know some people have concerns about you know coming forward to the guardy mm-hmm. and they don't want to be labeled a rat or anything but the, the, the message is just, just please seek help because it, it could get a lot worse mm. where do we see this all ending up because i, I honestly until I moved to Dublin, I didn't realize that there were this many kind of minute gangs in different parts, you know, South Dublin, North Dublin. It just seems like there's so many. At the moment, do you think there is an end to all of this? And I know you said like crime is something that will continue, but do you think there will just continuously keep being influxes of these miniature gangs and, you know, the likes of Mr. Flashy now, he's a new, he's a new person in this, uh, in this whole thing. Do you think that's the way it's going to continue? Or do you think maybe the guards do have somewhat of a hold on it and we might see a safer, better Dublin in the future? 
Yeah, well, I think that they, they, in fairness to the guards, they, they have had great success in, in the Killing Hutch feud with so many people now behind bars. Um, so many lives have been saved where they, they've made a lot of arrests, especially when people were on their way to, to, to shoot other individuals. Um, it's not just a, an issue for the guards, though. I think it's a societal issue as well. And I think so long as there is always a demand um, for drugs, um, there will always be a need for criminal guidance. And that's the, the harsh reality. I know I spoke to one um, officer before Christmas for an interview and he indicated to me that there was no such thing as recreational drugs because it's the, the people from middle class areas, upper class areas who are taking rec recreational drugs such as cocaine. They are the people who are feeding the profits of the organized crime gangs. And in order to protect the empires that they have built up, they would use violence as we have seen uh, in the Kinnahan and Hutch feud. It's not those who are suffering from addictions of heroin who are feeding these drugs guys, it's people with means, people with resources. So as long as the demand is still there, then there will always be uh, organized criminal guys who will seek to make profit from that illicit trade and, and also to um, continue to protect the empires that they've created. But there will always be as well, I think, um, young men who will get roped into a life in organized crime, but the reality is it doesn't last very long. Mm. Stephen, thank you so much for speaking to us and sharing your insights. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks, Stephen. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast. FM 104. What an absolute tune to wrap up International Women's Day. Oh, my God. I remember when that song first came out. Oh. It was only a wee boy. My God. Sure and sure. Sure. Oh, sure. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know why I even attempted that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she is probably one of my most uh, favorite musicians, female musicians. The really? woman. Is, yeah, she's a powerhouse. Have you watched Sher's interview? And you know what I caught myself watching the other day? I was watching um, some of her old shows from oh. back in like the 70s. Not the, the Sunny and Sher. No. no. She did a show on her own where she, it was kind of the same thing as the Sunny and Sure show, except it was just her. And then she had um, special guests as well, other females. But the woman has a wicked sense of humor. She was just cutting down people left, right, and center. <laughs> I was like, yes, sure. Back <laughs> even in the 70s and in the 80s when it was so unheard of. And she was just up there in her negligee, not giving a damn. That's wow. what I aspire to be. And she's still going strong. Still going strong. Yeah, amazing. And still defending the women. Oh, wow. Anyways, it's been a fantastic International <laughs> Women's Day. Yeah. I've Thoroughly enjoyed You've it. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, Trish, <laughs> haven't you? Yes, I've also enjoyed your quiz. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. Enlightening everyone to the most powerful women out there. Yes. And tomorrow, oh, tomorrow's just a regular old day. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Oh my God. Are you tired of it now? Wow, that was a long 24 hours. <laughs> but, hey, so it's back to just being people day tomorrow, is yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm okay with that. God, we should celebrate, I guess, men and women. There's <laughs> always next year, Trish. True. I have to wait a whole year to feel special again? <laughs> oh, dear. Anywho, we're back tomorrow from nine. More special guests. And we have Minefield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the big quiz where two of you will be going head to head for that all important and all delicious and just eat voucher. So, yeah, that'll be a good one. That will be a good one. So until tomorrow, ta -ra. Take it easy. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.